Welcome to Let's Do Lunch, a podcast about life, tech, trends, insert non sequitur here, and whatever else comes up. I'm Jared. And I'm John. And you are the listener. The chosen few. The proud. The bold. Those who sift through a few NC-17 ratings to discover this, the finest jewel of discourse. Those who don't really mind those sloppy eating sounds. Who dare to join two average white nerds in a lunch conversation. For the next hour, you're one of us. Like, metaphorically, right? I'm still John? Not now, John. Save the banter for the lunch. Today on Let's Do Lunch... A Somalian pirate or something as a as a French wine guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Improvised jokes. Hoobity hoodie. Hello. Yeah, that's why there's always oil slicks when I'm done using the treadmill. Why is it every time we go somewhere, you always have to aggravate the people that own and or run the establishment? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's, it's kind of a thing I do um, unintentionally just throughout my life. Which must be why you always feel obligated to tip, because you're just such a high-maintenance customer. Well, I mean, I saw that on the website the crackers were 3 for 15 cents, <laughs> and I'm like, I've got to try that. But you only bought one pack with two crackers in there, well, so what do they mean? It's one pack and two crackers, so that's the three. But that doesn't... <laughs> All right, so John, tell us where we are. This is uh, Munchamania, which just sounded like a fun name. You know, that name alone, when you gave me a couple options, I said, that name is the, that is our place uh-huh. because of the name. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, right down the road from the Hertz Donut Shop. Oh, I did not know that. There's a place called Hertz Donuts. Remember that so you joke? Can, yeah, you can buy a 12-pack. Hertz Donuts is kind of neat because they have like various uh, flavors and designs for all of your things. They've got a Cookie Monster and stuff. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, we could we could swing by there someday. But right now, we're at Munchmania across the street from the Tesla that dealership. Did you see that? my eye. I want a Tesla. You need a Tesla. So, no, I, I so see that, that burning desire in your I eyes I really right do. Now. But yeah. the problem is there's over a year waiting period for the Tesla Model 3. And it doesn't look like he'll even make delivery on those at the rate he's going. So the Tesla thing is just a uh-huh. little too far out of my reach. Plus, it starts at 30 for the base, base, base model. Uh-huh. And I, I, I don't know. It's, it's much well, closer to my reality, but my wife isn't quite rich yet. Well, so. he's working on lunch and, you know, cars into space. So give him some time. Once you get a couple of those in there, then you can just kind of press a button and the car will just land. You know, if it's already up there, yeah. it shouldn't cost much to just order it to land right That's at right at your place. Good point. Well, and he's getting some flack for possibly manipulating his stock. Did you hear about this, Musk? He said, "I think I'm going to take my company yeah. private." I, I stock watched, shoots up. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I watched. Classic. I watched that uh, that unfold. Did you? Because um, I was glancing up at the TV. I didn't get a chance to hear anything. But I got to see the stock shoot up, and then he said, you know, he, he, uh, the last 15 minutes of the trading day is when he reopened the stock to the public, and it continued to shoot up. But I guess he probably, I didn't know that he uh, backed out on the deal. Well, it was never a formal thing. It was just speculation out loud that caused this fluctuation that he rode. It was actually pretty ingenious. Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet you nobody has ever done something like that before. No, but it worked for him, and that's what matters. 
I feel like we have a lot to talk about because we've there's just so much. We've been off for like a, a month. So it's been a long hiatus. I feel off, bad. First off, it's crazy hot. So I think that's a part of the reason why we haven't gotten together is just stepping outside Ugh, of the house murder. in these temperatures with like I guess there's a, a record level of monsoon season going on too because it it's been like raining too lot. much. Yeah. More um, than usual. On top of the crazy hotness is just like I don't even think I don't even think Paris Hilton could say that's hot. That's how hot it is. <laughs> that's bad. It's that's a, how bad that is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Improvised jokes. Hoobity hoody. Hello. Except you had that scripted. Uh, no, I just it just oh. said just so hot. That's all that I had to work how with. How hot is it? <laughs> I've I've been making a couple of uh, how whatever is it jokes recently. It's been fun. I gotta say this is the first Dr Pepper I've had in I don't know how long. Uh huh. Feeling the rush. And it feels so good. Yeah. So good going down my gullet. I, I don't know. I'm I'm surprised. I didn't think I'd miss it that much. But oh my gosh, yeah, that feels so good. It's amazing. So I've noticed that you are um, a different shape and size. I am indeed. Than you than you were the last time I met you. Like it's. Definitely noticeable. Yeah, it's not just my fat zen anymore. Like it's it's we've we've gone past uh, fat zen. We've gone past haircut. We've gone past. Are you sick? To like, there's something definitely going. This yeah. isn't the same person. I'm getting anymore. that a lot now. Actually, I pulled up to a customer who I, I see once every quarter or so. Uh huh. And, and there was a guy who I hadn't seen the most recent time. So it'd been almost six months since he'd seen me. Yeah. And when I pulled up, it take him. I mean, it really took him a second or two. And went, Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, it's you. So you, we got to talk about this then. Yeah. Like, what's how, how you doing? I'm not. I used to. I was wearing XL shirts. Mm -hmm. Then I went down today. I'm now only wearing L shirts because my XL shirts are too big on me now. Well, you've also got the vanity sizing going on, just rampant in clothing these days. Yeah, well, I've been doing you, a lot of Goodwill shopping. I mean, it depends on where you're shopping at. If you're Goodwill. going to LL Bean, then an XL would be go. an L. But if you're going to DXL destination extra large than an XL uh, would be like an XXXL. You know what's funny is I used to think all the sh people around me must be wearing my size because I could never find good clothes in my size. And I'd always see all these larges and size 32 pants that I couldn't fit into, but there's plenty of them. Now that I'm wearing those sizes, now it seems like all the good sizes are back up in the 40s. <laughs> it's like, maybe it's just the grass the is always greener yeah. thing. I don't know, but... Um, yeah, I've had to redo my wardrobe twice now. Wow. I, I have a pair of, of church pants, like suit pants, um, that I bought that they were tight. And yesterday in church, I had to keep my hand on my belt because they kept sliding off me. Wow. And I only bought them three months ago, maybe less. So, like, you're doing great. Like, is this... it? How much more do you intend to lose, or have you finally, like, I don't know. hit that spot? You know, the thing is, according to the U.S. government, I am still technically a little overweight. Oh. They say I should be between 140 and 175, or 174. There, there is a point where the BMI is pointless. And I think I've hit that point. Yeah. I really do, because I look at myself in the mirror, and I still have a gut. I really do. But I think a lot of that is because there's the extra skin. Yeah. I think if I hadn't been as big my stomach would be in tighter yeah you know what i mean you, you you give it some time you do a little bit more a little bit of the running which i'm sure you're doing because i, I can a, i can tell i ran a 5k this morning i can tell um you you keep that up for a while and the the skin will just kind of naturally sloop back in i'm hoping for that and i've, I've added more things into my routine i officially joined a gym 
And I'm doing that, I don't even know what it's called, but where you hang by your arms and you lift your legs up to an L shape. Okay. I, don't I know think they're called. called leg lifts. Well, that's a creative term. <laughs> Who came up with that? So I'm doing that, and I'm doing another kind where you do like a, a like an L, like instead of like a straight L, you bring yeah. the knees up like a sitting pose. Just knees up. And you twist them as you do it. Okay. And it gives you like a V cut. Yeah, you're in your trying, stomach trying to crunch all of those abs. Well, because that's where I've got my my biggest weakness right now. But also, my wife said my frame is looking really scrawny up top. Uh huh. So I'm now trying to work in some arm lifts and things. And I mean, I am not muscular at all, but I've certainly sure. built up more than I had before. Yeah. So you're getting it back. So what's your? Uh, Actually, what's I'm getting your, what I never had before. There's no what back. You, what are you lifting? <laughs> oh, it's not a lot. Um, I'm doing 15 pounds of the um, uh, barbells. Is that what? No, that's not the right word. Just the individual ones. Dumbbells. Yeah, uh, d- uh, dumbbells. Yeah, doing 15 pounds each for that. Okay. Um, I'm doing the the bench press about not a lot, like 40, but I'm doing like you know three reps of 10 each. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And what else am I doing? Just uh, this this one that has like the rope behind you, and you bring it up to the front. I don't even know what these things are called. That's how bad I am. Okay. I'm not a, a gym rat by any means, but, sure, but I'm getting you know, there. You have that dedication, you'll get there. I mean, I literally am, am too big now, or too small now, for the clothes I was wearing in the beginning of high school. Nice. I, I, no, it's, 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 so definitely, it's definitely noticeable. Uh, don't we have like a 15-year reunion coming up? I think we're older than that. It's a 20-year reunion. Okay, one of we, those. We graduated... In 98. That's right. So, yeah, we got a 20 year reunion. Actually, I don't know if it's up. this year or if we missed it already. Did we miss it? I don't know. I don't either. You and I are horrible Toros. We should really. You know, there's a Facebook group that I yeah, really should but, but be involved in. Then you have to get your name on the internet. There we go. Look at that. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Very good. All right. All right. I got my French dip. I love a good French dip. I'm mm-hmm. a sucker for French dip. And yeah. you got the uh, egg McMuffin. I've, I've always enjoyed uh, a Actually, good egg McMuffin. Good. Is that provolone yeah. or just sliced ham very thinly? What? No, that's ham. It looks provolone-ish. Ham and bacon and egg and cheese. Oh, not provolone. I'm sorry. Um, prosciutto. It looks like prosciutto. Uh, all right. The meat. Um, just aesthetically. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're going to need uh, these napkins right over yeah, here. Yeah, we are going to need some napkins. French dip has been known to be a little drippy. Mm-hmm. Now, I've always known French dip as uh, Philly cheesesteak. Well, it's not Philly cheesesteak because you don't have the, um, the onions very often, uh-huh. and you don't have the bell peppers. Yeah, but I skip those in Philly like cheesesteaks. you don't dip a chili cheesesteak, or a Philly cheesesteak. You dip a French dip, hence the name. I do dip my Philly, Philly cheesesteak in ketchup, and I, don't, and I don't use the juice That's in the French man. dip. So, I mean, really, they're the same... They're the same product to me. I, well, the way you eat it, apparently, right. it is. Once you put ketchup on a French dip, <laughs> I think it's no longer considered a French dip. <laughs> it may be French, but you are the dip. hey Man! Oh, these off-the-cuff jokes. Right I mean, I have got it going on. It must be that Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Food is so good sometimes. Right? Mm. So, like, oh. you've lost weight and... 70 pounds now. That's my current number. And I've been building and muscle towards the end here, so mm-hmm. I've tapered off a little bit, but I think my fat percentage is still going lower because I'm building up a little muscle now as I burn my fat. When we first started doing this and we would like order a dessert or something, you would get to make that joke of, why you put it in front of me? Because I, 
just because I'm the fat one. But now I'm the fat one. I would so do say I you're have, the fat one. Do I have to make those jokes? Okay, let me ask. I don't know if you're willing to answer this. Do I weigh less than you now? Huh. Do I really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I'm probably in the upper 180s or lower 190s. That's funny because I still feel fatter than you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I do. You're you're taller, and I also have I'm I I can, I, I have uh, more muscle mass. Mm. That's probably although true. our legs I have a lot of muscle. Although our, our legs are probably about the same now. Mm. Because I have not been running because it's so amazingly hot. Oh yeah. You know, I that's one of the reasons I joined the gym because the weather out here has been unbearable mm-hmm. for running. And now that I got the gym, it's great because I can go to the gym on my way to my work yeah. in the morning or like on my way to the podcast this morning. I just got done running a 5K this morning, you know, hit the shower while I was there, nice. came over here, good to go. Yeah, down in Chandler, they have a, uh, a tenth of a mile lap that you can do oh, inside, nice. the, inside the gym. Oh, I was just thinking about that. There should be a gym somewhere that has that. Yeah, there's there's a couple here and there. Most of them don't want to set that much space. It's in. a lot of real estate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, down in Chandler, the, the Tumbleweed Recreation Center has a tenth of a mile of it, and it's it's kind of cheap for a gym. It's you know, government sponsored or whatever. Are you sponsored. not a member of a gym at this point? I'm I'm not because uh, it's a guaranteed price, a regular price that you have to pay. <laughs> I saw that me face that you it. make as you were drinking the Dr. I'm, I'm Pepper. Just, I'm savoring my Dr. Pepper like an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels so good. Oh, man. It's like I'm a POW getting released for the first time. It's like, oh, food. Uh-huh. You know what's one thing about this diet is I do enjoy food a lot more when I have it. I really do. Yeah. It's great. You know, speaking of running, do you trust me enough to try and do another 5K with me after all these bad experiences I've given you? I do. I have a gift for you. So they they gave me uh, four tickets to the Big Surf Water Park, and I used two of them, and the other two of them uh, are expire uh, in a week. So that week deadline that you gave me to find another running mate, I'm now giving you a week (laughs) to find somebody to bring to the Big Surf. That is awesome. It's a it's a pretty good show. I uh, I went to the Big Surf um, about a month ago. And then got sick the next day. Oh, no. How'd you get sick? Um, I think it was that I was already about to get sick, and then I kind of got exhausted because I'd never been in a wave pool in, like, 20 years. Oh. You know? Interesting. And That's like saying I haven't had a bath in a year, so I had a bath and then I got sick. Well... You just sit in the wave pool. What are you doing in there? <laughs> because, because it's an entire full-body workout. Not only are you constantly having to readjust your momentum and your balance in order to fight that thing, but also there's all of these kids that are riding the wave out and just bashing into you mm. while you're trying to stand there and just enjoy the wave. There is a bit of that, sure. I actually, um, I actually injured uh, two kids had to leave because they ran into me. Yeah. One of them... You know, left and then came right back in. The other one uh, flew into my shoulder with his face and gave himself... This is like an 8-year-old or 10-year-old kid. Gave himself a bloody nose. So he notices that he's dripping blood into the pool. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This happens, and then he just walks out, and like I follow him to the to the front. And I'm you like, follow do you the have... bloody trail. <laughs> yeah, and I follow him to the front. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Is there anything that I can do? He's like, no, no, no. I got a person. 
And he just goes. I've got a person. An eight-year-old says, I've got a person. It, it wasn't what those, is he, a billionaire? It wasn't those precise <laughs> words, but it was extremely close. He's like, I'm like, do you have family here? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm, with, a, I'm with a group. And he just walks off. And I'm like, well, I, I guess I've got to watch over my daughter who's still in the pool. You probably should have done that, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you're, you're a bully. Beating up on these little kids and then telling the he story, in, which they don't tell my, that story. They he said ran into you my shoulder, up. okay? <laughs> awesome. Well, you make it sound like a fun time, that's for sure. So here's two free tickets. Thank you. I will put them to use. I will. Now, for my 5K, EVIT, East Valley Institute of Technology, uh-huh. is sponsoring a 5K called 22 Too Many. It's okay. About, yeah, I know that. You've heard of that? I thought. It's, what, what's the 22% of, like, veterans or something? 22 a year, not percentage. Okay, 22 veterans it, commit suicide, but now with their work... They've dropped it down to 21. No, I is think that, it's that's closer to 20, but yeah. yes. But Are you listening to The Pulse, the radio station? I, I, I flip through channels every once in a while, and I heard... I'm honored to be on your rotation. Yeah. So I heard this uh, this 22 too many, yeah. and that they, they've dropped it down to 20, so now it sounds like they're stuttering, which is kind of one of the reasons that veterans might be interested in going that suicide route is because people are teasing them for stuttering so now we've got 22 too many (laughs) that's horrible (laughs) well i think with our help we can bring it back up to 22 so the name makes sense again yeah that's my goal like i'm a veteran so yeah no so let me ask you yeah have you seen matt greening's new project on netflix i glanced at uh the intro to Disenchantment, disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. Disenchantment, yeah. Uh-huh. And or disenchanted. Disenchanted or disenchantment? I think it's disenchanted. Yeah. They they didn't have like uh, anything to hook me. Oh, I you see. Know? Because the because the protagonist is a female, you suddenly just don't like. Yeah. It. No, I need if if the protagonist <laughs> is a male and there's a nice cack there, like fry. to to hook me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, I have to admit. I don't think it stands up to the caliber of Futurama or first ten seasons of The Simpsons. It just doesn't. It has its moments. I like elements. But I don't have the same love for it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Rick and Morty blows its pants off. (laughs) Literally. But I did like elements of it. it. It just, I don't know. Sorry, Matt Groening. It's um, it's a base hit. It's not a swing and a miss, but it's certainly not a home run. Yeah. It's a base hit. We'll see if it makes it to season two. I don't know. I mean, with uh, with other hit shows not making it to uh, two two seasons. What other hit shows are you referring to? You mean like Roseanne? Because that was a yeah. whole different reason why that didn't get there. Yeah. I mean, that, that was not. Um, why, why would you what shut down you such an amazing show? I'm still a little peeved about that whole thing. I really am. Well, you guys got your revenge by shutting down Michelle Wolf, so... I didn't know she got shut down. I never saw one of her episodes. Not that I wouldn't have. You know, neither did I. But something about it just didn't seem worth my time to me. She's a little too... 
She's got such a chip on her shoulder, and her humor isn't quite as good enough as it needs to be for my mm -hmm. my attention. Are you still doing? Uh, uh, I wanted to say Sarah Huckabee Samantha Sanders, Bee. but that's that's the the other side. She she's the and they're they're the polar opposites of each other. Two sides <laughs> of the same coin, I guess. Um, no, I, I mean yes, but you I'm said finding, you were hate watching it. I was. Now I'm just kind of hating it. It's it, you know I never agreed with her on most everything she said, uh -huh. but I thought her humor was pretty good. But now it's just getting to be so so uh, pedestal soapboxy and less funny as it goes on that I'm getting less and less amused with it. I'm, I'm digging more and more Jim Jeffries. I really, okay. I've been digging him lately. He has his moments again where I don't agree with him usually often, but more often I, I agree with him more than most people allowed on TV. All right. So well, he's awesome. We're gonna we're gonna like kind of we kind of have to kind of nudge into politics today because oh boy because of uh, the significant death that happened yesterday. Oh my gosh, McCain! It's kind of kind of a big deal. Like all across the country, people are saying what a hero this guy was, and he was he had his goods and he had his bad. I feel like right? you and I might be on the same side on this one. Yeah, because um, I I don't want to call him a hero. I think yeah. we throw that word around way too easily. Yeah, and I'm not going to quite say what Trump said, which was being captured doesn't make you a hero. Right. But I do want to say that being captured doesn't make you a hero. It doesn't make you not a hero. I'm not saying that you're a loser, but just because one person got caught and the other one doesn't, it's, doesn't it's, make this one's a hero and this one isn't. But it's not about being caught. It's about how you responded when you got caught. Okay. And he was fair. tortured for what years? Yes. Or just months? Uh, it was years. Okay. From my understanding. Yeah. That that kind but of that kind of makes you a hero. Being tortured makes you a victim, not a hero. Surviving Bo Bergdahl. It. Was Bo Bergdahl a hero? Surviving that torture and becoming stronger through it. Do you remember Bo Bergdahl? No. He was the guy who became went AWOL, got captured by the Taliban, and Obama negotiated to get him released. And he faced all sorts of court martials and crap like that. Do you remember hearing about this at no. all? Oh, my gosh. Well, then I can't ask you if you think he's a hero because you're not familiar with the situation. Right. Okay, let me pose this to you. I'm on a playground. Some bullies capture me on the playground. They start pummeling me. And they have me for most of recess. And finally, fortunately, one of the recess ladies breaks it up and sets me free. Does that make me a playground hero? No, it does not. It's an unfortunate circumstance. It doesn't mean I'm not a hero. It doesn't mean I am. It's just something that happened to me. That one event does not, but what do you do with the rest of your life? But that, again, doesn't make you a hero one way or the other. That's not what makes you a hero. I know, and... So why, the, you, why you does he get the you, moniker you brought, of hero? You brought in the president. He isolated that one moment and said, that doesn't make you a hero. Sure, that one mm -hmm. moment doesn't. But what you do with the rest of your life does. Okay, so then I'm willing to ask, what did he do that made him earn the title of hero? There were, there were a couple of, uh, of good moments. Um, the fact that he survived that torturing and became a better man instead of receding into himself, which many people that get tortured do. That's true. He didn't become like a that, reclusive that is, drunkard That is quite heroic. That he fought for, I'm pretty sure he fought for prisoners of war in, in, his, uh, in his Senate. Although he did apparently also fight for war and say we need to get more war. So well, it you know, kind of fights both sides. It kind of hits both my, sides. My problem with McCain is he was very wishy-washy. Yeah. He went back and forth a lot, mm -hmm. and he did not really represent the conservative values that Phoenicians kept on hoping he would. 
He was too flip-floppy. His words did not, but his actions did. Mm-hmm. All, of his, all of his votes were with Trump. He was the big thumbs-down vote on repealing Obamacare. One vote. That's one example. On, for the most part, 80-90% of the time, he was, he was voting with the Republicans. He just objected he was, verbally. He was more often with. than not the one that kind of ruined a lot of GOP plans. He, he, he's viewed in the state of Arizona very much as a rhino. Republican in name only. Rhino. Sure. And, um, I mean, he wasn't a bad man. I don't. I don't think he was. He, he played a very good but, middle ground because he, I, he did. He did vote Republican, I, but I he also spoke he Democrat. Yeah, well, maybe that was it. But he didn't always vote Republican. Not that you always have to. I don't think you have to just toe the party line. Right, and that's 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 but one uh, I, I that's like one heroic thing that I would say is is good about McCain is that he didn't just go straight Republican. No, and I I, I don't think you should. But I think you should represent your constituents better than he did. No, he would Arizona. Arizona is sometimes a blue state. Well, that's true. But, I mean, when he was running for president, he barely got the nomination from his home state. That says something, doesn't it? A little. It it says a lot. I never voted for him once. Not once. Um, One thing that bothers me about the the McCain death is now there's a corpse tour. Oh, yeah. That they're parading his body around to various states. And he's coming here first here first and then for the next week he's going to be all over the place he's mm-hmm. going to they're going to bring him to dc mm-hmm. just so that people can see the corpse that's a little weird it's creepy i'm, I'm not in for that either i'm totally with you on that one um also another uh flag that happened is at midnight the white house raised their staff back up to full staff what's the problem with that because they gave him about eight hours of celebration, and then somebody in the White House said, let's not honor him anymore, mm. when everyone else in the country is. I, I don't know. He, it was down. He went back up. Has to go up sometime. Sometime, yes, but at midnight? New day. Jesus. Yes, he was a politician for many, many years. Yes, he survived a tough situation. Mm-hmm. He did some bad stuff, too. There was apparently that Keating Five, right? Mm-hmm. He, um, Part of a little scandal. He said in an interview once, someone asked him, how would you like to be remembered? He said he'd like to be remembered as a senator who did the right thing a lot and the wrong thing sometimes. He didn't always do the right thing. He said that himself, and I agree with that. I remember him as a guy who didn't always do the right thing. As, as a whole human being, he was a fine human being. I'm not glad he was dead. I'm not glad he's dead now. I'm kind of glad he's out of office, but I don't love the way he got out of office. Mm-hmm. And does that sound a little too hardcore? No, it's fine. I wish he would have been voted out of office. I, I don't wish what had happened to him upon him. But what do you think about the uh, one uh, Senate uh, runner who said, "I can't believe he would die and mess with my momentum"? Mm. Quality, right? That was here in Arizona. Yeah. I don't know the context of that quote. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope it was taken out of context the way it was reported. Yeah. But that does sound like a really ill-fated comment. Yeah. I'll, I will go as far as to say bad call. Okay. I'm glad we agree. We can agree on a lot of things. Yeah. Nothing wrong with I'm agreeing. surprised you and I are, are so similar in our thoughts on John McCain. There, there are many, uh, there are many things that we agree on. We are. A nation of people that agree on a lot of things. I disagree on many more. But there's a 
couple of viewpoints like no, I mean, I'd love to get into more of this, but... Tipping? Because Jim Jeffries did a great segment on tipping called America, You're Doing It Wrong. It was astounding. But anyway, that's an option. All right. Well, we should tip. Tip our hats. Good day, sir. Hey, this is John. That was just the appetizer. You want a full course meal? Keep listening. Let's Do Lunch is sponsored by Boating Tech. Boating Tech is Arizona's leading smart home provider. You don't need to take out a loan to make your home smart. With packages starting as low as only $250, Boating Tech can start you on the path to simplified smart home living. Boating Tech, smart homes at smart prices. Visit us at bodinellc.com. B-O-D-I-N-E-L-L-C.com. Well, I have a couple things that I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, bring it on. Have you heard of this new trend called Every Other Beat Songs? No. Okay, this is the weirdest thing, but apparently it's a thing now. Some some people are taking the songs that we know and love, and they're dropping every other beat, and then mixing it back together with every other beat taken out. So the okay. song is literally half as long. Okay. So, like, take on me, remember the song? Take yes. on me. Listen, go Google it. You can find it. They're... They're out there. Take on me, and then what's that other Rickroll song? Um, Never gonna give you up. Yeah, they they uh, they didn't actually take out every other beat. They just wanted you to click on the link. No, no, there are ones. That, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, but they're out there. They're every other beat songs, and the Empty Giants did that with um, uh, Anna M. Okay. Because that one's got this like nice, you know, like kind of staccato kind of beat, and so it works really well with an every other beat style. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a thing now for some reason. Okay, sounds fun. Every other beat songs, so you should check it out. It's very amusing. It's, yeah, I've, it's I've weird. Done a lot of, I've done a, some songs still sound good. I've done a lot of modifications of music back when I was you know 17 years old and doing stuff with my computer. Your experimental phase. Yeah, and it's you, you can you can modify things all you like to make things sound different, and it's it's fun to do. Yeah, it is. So I encourage you to check out every other beat songs. All right. I've got I've got a whole bunch of things to talk about. I just don't know where to go. I mean, uh, I guess our last podcast, um, we went to that uh, grandma's place. Was it called? Yes. Oh my gosh. And uh, I gotta admit, I did not love that restaurant very much. I don't think I shall return. To be frank. No. Um, so my problem was was grandma. Um, I don't want to use a word that needs to be bleeped that starts with B, but she was a fiery character. Oh, that's the diplomatic. You yeah. you could replace McCain um, in, in the Senate. Uh, so, I mean, I mentioned it right away, but the first thing that I did when I got there was use the restroom, and she was standing in the back, you know, slightly cooking, and she, slightly looked, cooking. Me, <laughs> she, she, she looked me up and down with this kind of, like, hate as the... A uh, at you? Yeah, as the uh, helper... Maybe her son or whatever was like escorting me in, and it was like, a, "Oh, you're letting him in now." Um, wow. There was the the mirror that was, you know, eye level. Right. The toilet that mirror. Was, that was a bit of a. <laughs> oh no. Um. Oh. So when when I come back out and we're chatting, she comes by to refill my coffee, and she's holding the coffee pot in my food. It's like maybe a half an it's inch like away. Like hovering over your food. Yeah, a half an inch away, and I thought that she was going to. Like, and so, like, I say, okay, sure, go ahead and fill it up. 
And then she's holding it down by like the, the ground while she continues to, to have conversation, kind of moves around a little bit. And I think that she's going to spill the coffee on me because she's twisting her body. <laughs> um, yeah, you did not get along with Grandma very well. Like I said at the beginning of this cast here, is you seem to antagonize the owners and operators of all the places we go. I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things about uh, Good God Goddard. I think his name is. It's, it's something with a G. Steve Goddard? Goddard's Gold? It's a... Uh, oh, you mean this place? He's he, He's got a... I don't know if he's with the Dodgers. But that's that's his photo up there. Oh. Oh. So he's an old baseball f- uh, star. Yeah. And then there's all of the sports stuff all, along the, the walls here. You know, I, I didn't catch I know, up. I know everything about all of these sports players. I could go ahead and ask me what that guy's favorite color is. Okay, who's that guy? The one right there. Oh, yeah, it's green. Everyone knows that. Yeah. That was an easy one. Yeah. And yeah. He, he has an RBA of like 729 and only missed uh, seven uh, consecutive pitches. Now, I thought you wanted meets without the RBST. I thought that was a bad thing. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Yeah, okay. This is an excellent French dip, by the way. Yeah. One of the best. I enjoyed. How, how did you enjoy that 15 cent cracker? The I, I actually I really enjoyed it. <laughs> was it worth the fifteen cents? It was. Okay. <laughs> that was a good French dip though. I wasn't just saying that. I really enjoyed you know that. What? French there were dip. two crackers. I should have shared them with you. I apologize. I'm good. I'm good. That was you earned if, that if fifteen you, uh, cents. I'm okay. With if it. you want, you can um, go to uh, Nabisco. Never heard of them. Premium. Well, anyway. <laughs> Did you hear about the two inches of rain that happened about two weeks ago? Well, I was here. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I was kind of out of town for some of it, too, but so, that's a whole other thing. So, uh, one of the casinos, I'm not going to name which one, because... I heard they lost power for a while. Because So, here's, here's the deal. There's been rain over and over again. Yeah. And there's a golf course right next to one of those casinos. And they have like a river that kind of runs through the golf course. The Gila River, by any chance? It's a river. Oh, I mean, okay. it could be it could be any name. I, I don't know the exact name of that river. Yeah, I would have so, guessed Gila, but okay. So the rain kind of fills up their water reservoirs, and the very next day it rains again. They should have dumped that water, but they and they not. didn't. So it the river overflowed. And all of that fish poop and bird stuff oh, no. overflowed into so that other casino. This wasn't just clean rainwater. No, this was like so two inches uh. of two inches of dirty water, gray water they call it, um, overflowed into the basements of that casino, and not only polluted like the bottom foot of all of the uh, uh, drywall and the carpets, but also shorted out their generator. And that's why they went dark, because I heard about the darkness. Yeah, so the generators got shorted out, and then of course the power, the the main power went out, so there was no power to the casino. They had to kick everybody out. One of the couples was on their honeymoon, Mm. and were waiting out in the parking lot at 3 a.m. for three hours, and begged to go back in to use the bathroom, but they're like, you can't. So they put them up in another place. Okay, so here's the first thing that they made a mistake of. If you're honeymooning, you don't go to a crappy Indian casino in the Phoenix area. That is just stupid place for a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. No offense, but <laughs> that's on I'm sure, you. I'm sure they took it fine. That's on them. I mean, um, come on. 
There, really? there were many. There were many losses. There was a uh, poker tournament that was going on at the time. Oh yeah, I heard they about that. They had to refund right. all of those people. Imagine you oh, were the chip leader. Like so you were, you were ten times the chip stack of everybody else at the table, and they're like, "Here's your money back. Sorry, guys." So. Yeah, all the winnings were gone. Huh? Yeah, they didn't just stop they just, it where it was. They, they reset, they, so to speak. They stopped it, refunded your money, canceled the tournament. Well, it's good for those who are losing. Sure. Not some good for people, those who are winning. Some people did pretty well there. Others did not. So did you take um, a bath on that one? No, so I, to speak? I, I, I was not. Uh, I was not playing the poker. I was oh. not. Uh, I was not anywhere near that. You were not time. privy to the experience. Um, but now they have twice the staff because there's another, there's other property that they can go to, and there's too many people there because they need to work. You know? Oh, because they haven't reopened yet. They, still they haven't re reopened. It's been, it's been about a month since that rain, and they're still shut down. And the rumor that I've heard, because I'm in those communities, You're in, in that those circles, circle. yeah. yeah. Um, the rumor that I've heard is one of the motherboards for the generator, it was like a special order thing. Uh, and so it's they need to completely rewire that backup power generator before they can bring power and SRP. That makes no sense. Hmm? It's a backup. Can't you get going without the backup and bring the backup online later? SRP will not send power to the property until all of the wiring is set up right. Because you could cause a fire if the wiring isn't set up right. Can't they just bypass the generator altogether? There's got to be a solution. I, I could imagine like 60 tinier generators kind of thing. And oh then yeah, just that do, doesn't sound great. It's not great, but it's better than losing the several million dollars every day oh, by yeah. not having That's right, you know, the people there. The opportunity cost of not the, having that open. The revenue, they're, they're losing several million dollars a day. Somewhere between, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's you know between one and ten million dollars a day. That's bad. Yeah. That's bad. And now about the casino stuff, because I'm being, I'm a croupier. There's a croupier. Do you know? Is it croupier or croupier? I don't know that word. You're going to have to enlighten me on this. It's just like French for dealer, pretty much. Oh. Like a wine suggester is called a sommelier. Yeah, like something. that. A, a Somalian pirate or something is a, is a French wine guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, speaking of, of vices, uh, did you hear about this new report University of, was it Washington? No. Did? I, just, I just ran across it yesterday. And, and, you know, the UK has made a similar statement. Uh, the, the Ministry of Health in the UK has made a similar statement. It really affects those of, of you, like yourself, who like to imbibe once in a while. They okay. have said no amount of drinking is safe drinking. In the UK? And the University of Washington recently is what brought this back up. In the UK, the, the government keeps on reducing how much alcohol, and they've even gotten to the point where they say you really shouldn't drink anything, but like the number that they recommend is even safe is so small now uh -huh. that people are just like, well, they don't know what talking about. And now the University of Washington came out with a report and said, no amount of drinking is safe drinking. Okay. It's, it, it's like, literally a toxin. There is no yes. amount of safe drinking that's actually good for you. And you, know, you always Correct. see these reports about, oh, a glass of wine is good for your heart and this and that, but the truth is... No, that's a headline. It's a and headline, the actual, exactly. the actual report is that there are some elements, there are some chemicals in grapes that when you drink them are good for right. you. And you can get that without getting the alcohol yeah, content. We, we have a bottle of grape juice, of like natural grape juice sitting in our fridge, not fermenting. 
and we drink it occasionally. You can, get acti- you can get antioxidants in other ways. You don't yeah. have to do it through fermentation. Exactly. So, so anyway, I just thought that was an interesting article that, that's kind of backing up what I've always been saying. You know, people are like, oh, one, one, one glass of wine a day is nothing. I'm like, well, it's not nothing. It's okay. not as bad. But science has finally gotten to the point where it seems like they're saying, you know what? No alcohol is ever good for you. No, I'm not I'll, saying we should prohibition. I'll play, I'll, play, I'll play the other side of the argument now. I know you would. Um, You're a drinker. Of course what, you would. What have they studied in regards to uh, art? and creativity. <laughs> so you're going with that Beatles mentality that, that all the LSD they did was, was worth it because and, we got Sgt. Pepper's and, Lonely Hearts Club. And Alan Poe and uh, Mark Twain and Shakespeare liked to drink. Yes, but do you think they not... Bach. Do you think they not could have created uh, the same things without having had to imbibe? I think... Was that necessary for the process? I think so. Maybe not, you know... Maybe not 80% of the process, but for 100% of Do it. Do you like Owl City? Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, those guys? The Fireflies? Ones, the ones the that, Fireflies. that are pretending to be Postal Service, but say, I don't know who the Postal Service is, and then at the last minute they're like, oh yeah, I know who Postal Service is? Yeah. No, Owl City is actually a single guy. Yeah. He does a song, Fireflies. Yeah. Okay, you do know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like a super ultra-conservative guy. He sings a lot of Christian songs these days, too. Okay. I'm pretty sure his music is good, but not inspired by drugs and alcohol. Yeah, it's inspired by other people that are inspired by drugs and alcohol. Have you ever heard of the Postal Service? Yes, I have. I don't see... So you're saying that Owl City is a Postal Service ripoff? Yes. I, I, don't, I don't know if I agree with that. When they, when they first started to get big around 2006, mm-hmm. uh, Owl City was saying... I'd never heard of the Postal Service, even though one of their songs sounded 90-80% like one of the Postal Service songs. I will need to look into that. Do you know which Postal Service song and which Owl uh, City song? It was, it was the popular Postal Service song from, like, you know, 2003. Well, there was, was only one, so I, that can't be too hard. I remember the name, and I remember the Postal Service had, like, a song in around yeah. that era that I liked. So for the first, like, maybe year or month or so, Owl City said, I've never heard of the Postal Service. And then later he decided to change his tune. So to speak. Yeah. Yeah, nice nice uh, twist on words there. But, I mean, uh, they, they might be giants. I'm pretty sure their music is not drug. I'll, and now I'll it is you, it is coffee-fueled. So they will go you, on the record and say that. I'll grant you Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, but again, but again, many of much of his music is inspired by people that have done a lot of drinking. It's parodies of those people. I wouldn't say it's inspired by. It's literally a parody of them. But you you could argue that Weird Al wouldn't be there without the bad influences of the pop lifestyle. <laughs> of course, you know. But. Okay, it might be good for us to enjoy the fruits of those labors, but it's not good for us to enjoy the fermented fruits. I can, I can agree that it is toxic for the body, but I would like to argue that the, uh, the art community probably gets a boost from it. Hmm. I, I see what you're saying. And I don't disagree with that, but it's really not good for you as an individual under any circumstances to be partaking. That's what the science has said. That's what I've always maintained. All right. And I'm and being backed up by that. Let, let me get you on the record right here. Um, have you ever had, like, a big drinky experience? No, I have not. Okay. All right. Just making sure that was somehow, like, yes. in, linked in there. I, I will admit, I don't know what that experience is like. 
And so I can't say right. that. But at the same time, I would be hypocritical if I was to say there's never a good enough reason to get plastered. Right. If, if I was the one who said, oh, well, I did it, but now I'm saying you can't, that would be hypocritical of me there. So I, I used you know. to make a, a joke when I was in the Navy. Uh, I had a gay roommate. And a couple of times he would like get drunk and be like, "Man, I wish you were gay" or something like that. In the Navy, you had a gay roommate. Yeah. Was this during the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" period? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, sure. So someone asked and/or told. Oh yeah, you would. People would try and get out of the military by saying, "You know, I'm gay," and they'd be like, "Okay, whatever. Get back to work, bud." Oh yeah. <laughs> kind of like, how do you? How do I get out of the army? Well, just make a pass at your commanding officer. Done. <laughs> done, done and done. And I mean done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Simpsons cracked for the day. Uh-huh. Gotta have it. Thank oh, you, we'll, we'll get back into Simpsons. I, there's so much. We haven't had a good conversation. I know. In a while, I mean, so. I've still got material too. Even it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, one one of the jokes that I would make, it, he'd be like, you know, I, I wish you were gay, and I'd be like, well, I've never been gay, so I don't know. It's deep. Yeah. I have had many people who are homosexual. Yeah. Attempts to get me to admit that I was homosexual. Sure. I don't know why, but apparently I make other gay guys' gaydar go off. You, I don't know why. It's there's, Do I come across that? No, way there's there's a, a binary gender thing going on where if you are straight, you have to like sports. You have to slur your, your words. You have to like beer. And I do not fit those stereotypes yeah. one iota. And so, therefore, you've probably you know, thought about other things. Okay. And possibly you've thought about maybe I should like butts. You don't know. I do, but mostly on the female side. But like, no, I mean in college, there there was a guy who I befriended, and I knew he was closeted gay. Sure. Um, I had no issue with that. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, I'm not homophobic or anything like that, and I, I you know, I, I don't have issues with that. But I knew that he was closeted. I don't think he knew that I knew. But one day we were in my dorm room just hanging out, chatting. And he tried to, he's, he's like, it's okay to admit it if you are. Yeah. You know, he's like trying to prod me to come out. Maybe he was trying to prod himself to come out. I, I don't know, because he did come out after he graduated and moved back home. to Because we were in college, so we, you know, well, we were there for college. When he finished college and went back to where he came from, I don't mean that in the racial way, I just mean, you know, back to where he came from. Right. Um, <laughs> it sounds very, you know. Yeah, there are a lot of phrases that we can't say in this. I know, but it wasn't, it wasn't meant that way, but it sounds like that nowadays. Anyway. But yeah, he did come out later, and I knew he would. And uh, but yeah, he really tried to get me. It's okay if you are. You can go ahead and like, no, I, I get that. I just, I'm not. Yeah. My best friend in high school, another John. One time, he honestly asked me, and he knew me for yeah. years and years. He sincerely wanted to know if I was gay, and I wouldn't admit to it. Yeah. No, there was a, a when I was going regularly to church, and I did a summer, a Sunday school, and a, a Wednesday, you know, youth group, and and all of these other things. One of the uh, girls that I was actually like flirting with repeatedly asked me if I was gay. Maybe she was hoping because she saw you were making moves. Yeah, <laughs> just like he's just, just, like, just gay. He doesn't you, like me. Please no. Is that is that like? Shouldn't you be interested in other people, not me? That's awesome. I that's got to be an emotional, like, uh, that's a confidence booster right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. I don't know how we got here. No, I don't either. Hey, this is Jared. Thanks for joining us on part one of our lunch at Munchamania. Why is there one part and then a second part? 
Eh, not because it was that special. It's just there was so much good stuff, I couldn't figure out how to fit it into one podcast. So stay tuned for our second half of the podcast, coming very soon to a podcast depository. Is that what they're called? Podcast suppository? No, that sounds like something dirty. Anyway, be on the lookout for your favorite source of podcasts for the next half of Lunch at Munchamania. Are you as full as I am? Thanks for having lunch with us today. You can subscribe to the Let's Do Lunch podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play Music. We already made reservations at the next restaurant. Join us or we lose the good table. Let's Do Lunch is sponsored by Boating Tech. Boating Tech is Arizona's leading smart home provider. You don't need to take out a loan to make your home smart. With packages starting as low as only $250, Boating Tech can start you on the path to simplified smart home living. Bodine Tech, smart homes at smart prices. Visit us at bodinellc.com. B-O-D-I-N-E-L-L-C.com.